sluts and whores of the pod. I am recording yet again from the car, so the qual qual might be limited. I just have to say that I have a secret admirer. She's got one. She's got a secret admirer. And um, their name starts with a C and ends in a D. It's not Chad. It's not... I don't even know another name that starts with a C and a D. It's COVID. Yep, your girl has the vid again. And, you know, it's hard being so attractive and beautiful and smart and funny, capable, independent. I had a dream last night that my ex started dating one of my friends from middle school and I overheard them while they were walking to lunch together saying honestly I feel like she's not even super bothered by this because she's so damn independent and to that I was like cheers because that's facts I frankly don't give a fuck anyway COVID loves me, wants to fuck me. Here's the thing. If you get COVID once, you're a hoe. You get COVID twice. And you're probably in a good, you know, kind of healthy, but not really. Probably one-sided romance of a friend's benefits. I am three times. They say it's a charm. And you know why? It's because I am in a relationship with COVID. Uh, actually, we are, I'm the fiance and we are set to get engaged, uh, soon to be married. RFEBA5. It's just, it's hard when somebody wants you that much, they go after you. And at some point, you gotta submit, you gotta lean in, and you gotta just let it fucking take over your body, take over your mind, take over your soul, your heart, your lungs. My lung capacity is at zero now. I can't even do yoga these days because truly I can't even take a deep breath. When I was getting physically assaulted um, two weeks ago at the OBGYN, was that last week? I don't know. My previous episode where I went to the OBGYN, I couldn't even breathe in. She was taking my blood pressure and my heart rate or whatever. And she's like, okay take some deep breaths in and out and I was like (sighs) she's like deep breath and I was like no that's it that's it that's all I can do I can't even do a proper vinyasanam or punyasanam or whatever the fuck it's called my grandpa flexes on me every day he does yoga probably three to five times a day when he's not busy doing sudoku being sexist or watching tv the man is fit. He's doing his yoga fully. Um, my grandma, too, she does yoga every second of her life where she's not staring at walls and reading bhajans, which is like uh, Hindi hymns, I guess. She's just reading hymns because she's cute like that. Um, and then part of the other time, she just stares at a wall, and I'm not really sure what's going on in there cognitively. But we love her, and that's just it. That's her life. The worst part about this whole situation is that I don't even think I contracted it from Miami. I genuinely think I contracted this from home. I don't even know how. 
my grandpa tested positive. Where the fuck is he going? First of all, he's literally at home every day of his life. Not really sure how he got it infiltrated and passed it to everyone. He he is the super spreader event. I'm not really sure how, but my grandpa himself just made COVID. You know, BA5 originated from him. He is patient X at this point to our family. I didn't receive it from him, which was actually shocking. And I honestly wish that I knew how. I went to Miami. I don't even know if there's much to report. I had probably the most fun I've had in a while. It was really great seeing college friends and overall just yelling at Manny the whole weekend. He's an icon and he's a Leo. And one thing about us is that Leo's are going to rise. July 23rd, mark your calendars. I am going to be off the walls and probably COVID free by then. But I'm going to be batshit crazy. I don't know what's going to happen and I'm not going to promise anything. But I will say that something will something will happen. What will it be? I don't know. Maybe I'll get a couple tattoos. Maybe I'll get genital piercing. Maybe I'll dye my hair black and cut it off, go to a bob. Maybe I'll go bald. I don't know. Something crazy is bound to happen. Gotta stay tuned. This year has been a weird year and I don't even want to reflect on it because it's honestly not even the year end and I don't really have that many thoughts on it. But it's weird because this year went by so fast. I feel like I just celebrated my birthday last year and got fucking face down, ass up, drunk at Wine Down. Um, so here's, this is where we're at. Okay, going back to Miami really fast. I do have one thing to report and that is the abundance of short men. Miami is the capital of short kings. I don't know why, but everyone there is short as fuck. It's honestly a disgrace. I was not even wearing heels. I was just straight up, simply me, 5'10", out at the club, was just getting hit on left, right, up and down, backwards, sideways by short kings. I don't mind the short kings. I think that they are kings nonetheless, could be jesters. And in a world of fully just a ton of jesters, be the king, you know, be the light in the world of darkness because a lot of people, a lot of men consider themselves kings. Baby, you are a jester at best. You are a clown. You're a fool. Anyway, one thing I did appreciate though, and this is just so bare minimum, the bar is on the floor at this point. Every single man did ask for consent before approaching further. So every single man would come up to me and be like, oh, every single man. There was not one man. No, I need to shut the fuck up. A couple of men who approached me. Let me be humble because Leo season is coming next week and I'll save the bullshit for then. Came up to me and would say, hi, like, I think you are absolutely beautiful. Like, would you mind? Like, can I dance with you? Which is a huge step up from where I'm from in Dirty Orlando or Talanasty when people would just fucking ride up on you it's like you don't even know what's going on and the craziest part was that at one point I genuinely thought that was okay I thought that was like normal I remember being at the club 
when I was like 17 because I was not even 18 when I started college. But anyway, I was at the club and those are the days when I would just be dancing and I would just feel arms wrap around my waist and then just somebody's fucking dick riding up against my ass while I'm dancing. And the craziest part was I wasn't even turning around to see who it was. It was like your friends would tell you like yes or no, like they would give you like a thumbs up, thumb down or like a, a face to let you know. And it's I just it's mind boggling because I didn't even know who I was dancing on. Like if somebody tried to do that to me at this point, I would beat their ass. I would literally gouge their eyeballs out and then stuff it down their throat so hard that they would start fucking vomiting throughout their nostrils. Like, consent is huge in this day and age. I can't even imagine, like, why it wasn't before and how people even felt comfortable. How do men, question for the men, how did you ever feel comfortable in that era, hopefully you don't do it now, to just ride up on a person like that like how how could you just like it's so fucked up i don't know how men felt comfortable just grabbing someone you don't even oh it's disgusting being a woman is hard i feel like i'm all over the place today i'm gonna blame it on the vid going back to the miami part really fast i did however Somehow, we finessed our way into a VIP section. We got a table. We didn't pay a dime, but we just got into the table somehow, probably because we're hot and we're cute. Um, There was a man there, however, that was tall AF, probably 6'2", 6'3", maybe, and he was so fine. He was so attractive. But at this point, I was just... I don't even know what the hell is wrong with me. I just don't think that I'm... I'm a great flirter, by the way. I get pretty privileged on the daily. Um, that's the Leo coming out in me. I honestly get pretty privileged probably once a month. If we're going to be humble, if we're going to be honest. But hey, that's more than some people get in their lifetime. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to run with it. I firsthand experience pretty privilege. And last week fucking great example last week i went to go get some film developed at a camera shop and the guy thought i was so cute he gave me free keychains so i i don't know what to say it was worth five dollars okay that tells me that my worth is worth five dollars and guess what that's more than some people because some people are worth nothing so fuck i'm so horrible at storytelling today um okay my problem with this guy he's absolutely gorgeous and tall was just that it was so loud in the club i couldn't even communicate with him and he was saying stuff and i had no idea what he was saying so i kept saying like oh okay yeah i have no idea what he was saying to be honest at one point he was like i asked him i was like so do you even want to be here and he was like no and i was like okay yeah cool and he's like okay and he kept saying stuff and He's like, oh, what do you do for work? And I was like, okay, yeah. And he's like, no, what do you do for work? And I was like, uh. Like, I just, I couldn't even fucking hear it. And those people in Miami, some fucking troopers. Because everybody there is probably deaf. They're half Helen Keller. Because the fucking VIP table was next to the DJ. Why would you ever want to buy a table right next to the DJ? Like, my ears were bleeding by the end of the night. Like, now I know how Helen Keller partially feels because 
I it was it was hard. It's really hard and people in Miami probably have such shit hearing. Like people who genuinely party a lot and got to the clubs. How do you hear? How do you even live life? How do you work? I'm convinced that nobody in Miami has a real job or is stressed because either you're up hopping on a lot of uppers or you are barely surviving you're barely living you're not living you're not thriving i don't want to hear it you are scraping by you are raccooning that is a term that i've come up with when you're really just scraping by you're being a raccoon and you're digging through the trash and you're eating whatever you can get because you're scrapping hard you are down bad you're db you're raccoon you're rack so my friend is the one we were visiting in Miami this weekend, the one who got broken up with. And I will say for her, I'll speak for her right now and say that she had a damn good time and her ex is a fucking loser. And I hope one day he listens to this because I have a message for him. Hey, Sean. Yeah, I'm that bitch. I use real names like Bethany because I'm a real ass bitch. And you know who's not a real ass bitch? You. You're fake. You're gross you're nasty and to be honest you just missed out if i ever see you in the streets of miami in daytona in orlando i will beat your ass truly i will and maybe one day hopefully soon kristen will come to peace i'm just dropping all the names right now because i don't give a fuck kristen will come to peace and come to terms with the fact that you were not a match for her and she was not a match for you and that's okay it's okay to not be together in fact i'm happy that you're not together and i hope that she comes to peace with that but you know who doesn't have to ever come with peace me because we never dated and to be honest never liked you gotta i'm just gonna put it out there you're a little basic you're a little bland doesn't mean you're a horrible person but you're horrible for her. And if you ever try to hit her up, mm, that's going to be a no. Also, I, you just look like the kind of guy who would cheat. I don't know if you actually did or not, but I'm just going to think in my head that you did. I don't really give a fuck if you did or didn't. I don't really give a fuck what you think about me. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. I hate when people are unintentional with their time. Like, it really pisses me off. And I think the next person that... I get into a relationship with whatever the fuck that's going to be I will be extremely intentional with my words my time and my actions because there is nothing worse in this world than an inconsistent bitch because you are playing everyone and at this point in my life I know what I want I know what I need for example one of my friends was telling me that her friend was in a fight in an argument with her very long time boyfriend i think they were dating for five years and she was in a fight with her boyfriend because they're doing long distance at this point they're trying it out for the first time and he wasn't answering her facetime calls and then when he did answer he's like hey what's up and she noticed that he was like gaming while talking to her or something and she was like oh nothing and then just hung up the phone and then was like texted him later and was like oh my god i can't believe you are on playing games and whatever you never want to talk to me blah blah blah. and honestly i get that because i used to i mean i dated men who gamed before and it was fucking annoying as shit because it's a goddamn game just get off but as i've gotten older i've realized you know 
that's their hobby that's what they like to do like i'm not gonna infiltrate in their time like i get it i have my hobbies too like if somebody was always calling me when i wanted to go thrifting or if yeah that's it that's my only hobby so i would get annoyed because that's like my me time like i like to enjoy that so you know what the gaming thing i respect it you know you do you and i'm not even being a pygmy right now like i just i understand because i'm so independent at this point in my life like don't fucking bother me anyway the problem that i had though with that is she wasn't communicative about that if you were gonna be pissed about that why the fuck didn't you just tell him when you answered the phone it's not fine i need you to talk to me i'm having a bad day because she was having a bad day just say i need you right now i need you to stop gaming and i want you to talk to me don't do this passive aggressive bullshit and be like oh it's fine and then hours later come at them and drag their name that is so fake like i do not respect people who do that and i think we should all be more mindful and more intentional with our time and our feelings if you're mad at someone tell them if you're upset with the situation tell them Give them the opportunity to rectify the situation instead of sitting on it and then later being like, oh, you weren't there for me. Well, motherfucker, you didn't ask me. You didn't tell me that you needed me in that moment. How am I to know? So I think that's annoying as fuck. Time is money. Time is value. And time is precious. Why do people waste it? Why do people do dumb shit with it? And... I can I just say that whenever I am ready to submit okay no I'm not submitting to anyone whenever I'm ready to extend a partnership with the person and enter a relationship if it's with the right person obviously like I can be as perfect as I can be but if they are not and if they haven't put in the work in the time it's never going to be a successful relationship but hopefully I find someone who's put in the work I think I'm very, very matured and primed to be in a very successful relationship right now because, well, not right now, but in the future, because I've learned a lot from my past relationships and damn, I am an understanding bitch. Like I come off on this podcast as unstable, unruly, rough around the edges, uh, someone who feeds their ego, just basically a cunt. But let me say I'm a very big lover. Like when I love you, I will literally do anything in this world for you. Like I would die for you. So I don't really know what I'm supposed to say about that. But yeah, but don't get that twisted. It still is almost Leo season. And with that around the corner, God, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I truly don't that quality was fucking nasty um i'm not in the car anymore i'm in my room in mikasa in me bed and it is fully leo season now it is july 24 ew 24 no it's fine i'm fine i'm perfect the drama has already ensued look i am not responsible for the next 30 days 31 days i don't know how long this leo season is honestly i'm such a fraud i don't even believe in astrology i'm just using leo season as a scapegoat for anything that I do. I am relinquishing all responsibility, leaving it at the door, and I'm just gaslighting and reframing and getting the fuck out of the way. That is probably the best advice I've ever given for free. Like, I should have patented, I should have, I don't know, I should have gatekeeped it, but that is my whole life now, especially in Leo season. I, you know, fuck your feelings. I'm not responsible for anything. And this low key drama has brewed up 
And my only response to it was like, okay, what do you want me to do about it? About your feelings? If you're hurt, it's your problem. And that is just my first line of thinking. And I've got to reel it in sometimes and say like, okay, bitch, you need to relax. You need to relax. But you know, speaking from one Leo to whatever the fuck zodiac sign you are, people are very sensitive. AKA me when it's not Leo season, very sensitive. And sometimes I just want to be able to speak freely without having regard for anyone else's feelings or views or beliefs. Like I just want to speak. And that is what my platform here on the pod is for. And I just I have a lot of emotions, you know, I have a lot of hate in my heart and, you know, although life is beautiful, I harbor so much hate and that is something that I'm working on, kind of not really. Toxic positivity, y'all. It is my lifeblood. That is the reason why I'm such a big hater because there's so much toxic positivity around and I know we've previously discussed this, so I'm not going to harp on it too much, but damn is it getting very frustrating? I want to be able to be a negative ass bitch and I still want to be spiritual. I still want to connect to my higher self. I can still do that by being hateful. That doesn't make me a bad person by speaking the truth because a lot of the things that I say, they're not really that hot of a take. If we're gonna be honest, someone's thinking it. Shit, someone is. Perfect example. I was getting pizza with my cousin the other day and we were just talking about Netflix shows and somehow that dating show got brought up of Love on the Spectrum. It's a bunch of um, people with autism on different ends of the spectrum dating. That show is funny as fuck and anyone who isn't laughing at that show can go to hell. I'm gonna laugh. I don't give a fuck. You not being able to laugh at a disabled person says more about you than it does about me, Bethany. Okay, so fucking pack your shit up and go to hell because I will laugh at a disabled person. Does it because I find them funny and that I find their condition funny? No. I'm laughing at them the same as I would if I was watching The Bachelor or Love Island UK, not the US version, the UK version. I love when they say like all this slang that we've just never heard of and it's so like outrageous to us but it's so normal for them like oh she's so fit. She's so fit. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I love it. It makes no fucking sense. It's a, it's literally amazing. Anyway, I will laugh. And you know what? Shame on the producers. If anyone's going to hell, it's not for the people who are laughing at it. It's for the people who produce the show. They know what they're doing. You know. You put a bunch of autistic people together for a dating show. Shut the fuck up shut the fuck up and they make them so much more autistic than they need to be the the intros for them they will do them so dirty they'll be like here's thomas and he likes and i watched the uk version because i'm a real ass bitch and i've been on this for years they go oh here's thomas he's obsessed with trains choo choo and i'm like why are you doing him that dirty he's not even like it's obviously a spectrum like they're making him so much more autistic like the cuts and the edits that they're giving him i'm like oh my god like he's probably like not as autistic as you're showing like you are literally doing this for the clout and for the views and there is something that i truly fucking hate about somebody who's not autistic that's producing this show that has a god complex that wants to make money off of it okay that's what i have a problem with if you're laughing at the show you're a normal person 
listen, okay? You're enjoying it because it's fucking funny. It is funny, okay? I don't care. If you're sitting there and you're like, oh, you're not allowed to laugh, okay? They're so cute, okay? Their love is so pure. No, it's not. It's fucking funny. And if you're gonna sit there and fucking coddle them and be like, oh, no, an autistic person did this. Like, you're not allowed to laugh. You're not allowed to laugh. Why? Treat them like you would treat anybody else. If somebody fucking... I don't know if somebody tripped and falls like a normal person I would probably like chuckle but then I would go help them I'm gonna do the same thing if a disabled person falls I would probably be like oh <laughs> and then I'll go help them because you know laughing is my coping mechanism and if I get canceled for that then you're fucking shitty because obviously I give a fuck about disabled people I'm not out here saying oh I hate disabled people like no that's not that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that we should be able to laugh the same way we laugh at everybody else and i'm not even going to say regular people because disabled people people are regular people disabled people are normal people they are people all the same so why are you treating them different bethany you're the problem bitch let's talk about bethany let's address that because it's leo season i'm on a roll i'm on fire and i'm here i love i love drama okay i'm not even gonna deny it i love it what I do not love is when it's my own drama. I'm a nosy bitch by birth and by heart. If there is drama going on, I need to know. I have to know. But the second it's my drama and I'm involved, gaslight, reframe. I'm out of the picture. You want to fucking say something to me? You want to fight? Nope, I'm gone. I'm actually the most non-confrontational person ever when it comes to fights. But I love other people's drama. I think it's fucking amazing. That's why I love reality TV so much. And I love just making fake drama. Like, that's fun, too, as long as it's not hurting anybody. During quarantine, it was obviously a very dark time and everybody was really bored. I simply just stepped up to the mission of providing everybody with content, original content, okay? You have Hype House, you have fucking Charlie D'Amelio. No, bullshit, okay? I was out here creating real-ass fucking unfiltered raw content with my friend we were living together over quarantine and he didn't even know what was going on which is the funniest part i just started recording we were having a wine night and i just started recording on my snapchat and i just put it up there and i propped it on the wine bottle and i was like okay let's play put a finger down and i was like oh put a finger down if you've ever cheated on a test and he like put a finger down he genuinely had no idea what was going on and i was like put a finger down if you've done this that and then for one of the fingers i was like Put a finger down if you were talking shit about me the other day and i fucking found out and he was like what and the greatest part about all this is like he was seriously playing into it like he just picked up on the cue and was like all right we're we're doing it we're really fucking doing it now that i'm thinking about this maybe he was talking shit and he was like oh my god this is real but he wasn't but we just went on with it and it got so heated and we were like fake arguing and I was like screaming at him and I'm like, you're such a fucking loser. Like, I can't believe it. You're supposed to be my best friend. Like, I can't believe this. And then I was like recording myself, like leaving his apartment and I was like walking in the rain cause it was like raining outside and I was like crying and I got phone calls. I got text messages. Like people were sliding up on my stories. And then I was like, honestly, we were just bored. I was just bored. I was just creating drama and he played along with it. And people were like, you're psycho. Like, we were worried about you. Like, that was crazy. And I was like, but weren't you entertained? Not even a little bit, not even 1%. You were just a little bit titillated. I provide a lot of entertainment and I think this is a recurring theme. And that's just the Leo in me. 
uh let's talk about fucking new year's i was the event i was fucking making out with this guy's wife like I am the event, I'm the moment, and I'm aware of that, and with that comes a lot of responsibility. By responsibility, I mean anxiety, because you gotta perform. It feels like I'm almost, I have to put on a show every time I'm with my friends, which I'm not, because I am a show. One thing about me, lights on, lights off, I am me. I am true to me. I don't change. I'm not, like, out here being, like, different on the podcast. Like, what you see is what you get and that's about it i'm not a completely different person in person like i come on here to recollect and retain and just fucking talk about my stories that i did irl outside of the pod so i am simply me simply arathy i can't control it and so you know lights on lights off it's all the same person i don't give a fuck so i'm not technically putting on a show but sometimes i feel like people observe me that way and then I get anxious because I'm like okay I can't ever be normal like I always have to be this crazy psychotic bitch which I'm not so where the fuck am I going with this oh it's come that time to discuss Bethany and I'm just gonna speak freely because I'm gonna put a couple trigger warnings out there trigger warning a nasty bitch trigger warning a fucking cunt And the real trigger warning is, I guess, like substance abuse and I don't know, just general craziness. I don't know. But there was a little bit of substance abuse. I'm just going to put the trigger warning out there because this is me being sensitive and me being aware of people's feelings. This is the one time of the year where I'm not an empath and I'm not always aware, like hyper aware of everyone's feelings and situations. I'm basically my fuck everyone for one month because I'm so fucking aware of everything all the time. So anyway, just going to speak freely here as I always do on the pod. Bethany is someone who I fucking hate because my junior year of college, take it back another year, my sophomore year of college, I was at my friend's birthday and we're just hanging out whatever and i'm like dating this guy or whatever at the time and we pull up to this party it's whatever it's just a pregame no big deal it wasn't like crazy lit or anything and one of my friend's roommates was like oh hey like you know here are the other people at the party like let me introduce you and i was like all right whatever cool and one of them was it was my friend's roommate's friend and her name was bethany and she's like, oh, I'm here, meet Bethany. And I was like, oh, hey, like, I'm Arthy. Like, this is my boyfriend. And she's like, okay, hey, whatever. So I, I need to fucking make a point right here that she met me and the guy that I was dating at the time at the same time. So she's aware that there is me and my current boyfriend. Moving on. We're talking, whatever, whatever. Not me and Bethany, me and literally everybody else and not her. And throughout the night, I just see that she's like talking to the guy I was dating at the time. And I was like, honestly, like, what the fuck ever? Like, one thing about me is I'm not a jealous bitch. And I was like, all right, whatever, I don't go fuck. She's ugly anyway, she's pasty. And, you know, we're talking, whatever. And then we go to the club after the pregame. And I don't really know what she's doing or where she's at. She just like kept talking to like all of the people that I came with. And she's talking to like my person I was dating with at the time and like all the people that I came with that were like his friends. And I was like, you don't know any of them, but she's just being, she's just out here. She's being single. She can talk to whoever she wants. I don't give a fuck. And then the next day I found out and 
I'm not going to say it's 100% on her because the guy that I was dating at the time was also 100% his fault too. But I saw that he had got her Snapchat and was like snapping her. And I was like, hold on a minute. I'm not jealous, but I'm confused, rightfully so. Because why are you like, fine, add somebody on Snapchat, like whatever, I don't care. But why are you actively like sending her snaps? Like you don't even snap me. So why are you snapping like other girls like that you just met last night? Like it's weird. Like there's not a need, like I'm not being possessive. I'm not being weird, but I feel like a lot of people would agree with me that I don't even care if nobody agrees with me. I don't give a fuck, but I found that to be really weird and disturbing. I was like, okay, like this just doesn't feel necessary. Like, what are you gaining from this? Because she obviously doesn't just want to be your friend and that's weird and you're entertaining it. So 100% the blame on him, but also like 100% blame on her too, because shame on you. Why the fuck are you entertaining this? Because you knew damn well that he was my boyfriend. I introduced you, you fucking idiot. And that's not even the reason why I fucking hate her. It gets so much worse. So that happened, whatever. I already am like, okay, fuck this bitch. I don't like her. And so fast forward one year later, I'm not dating this guy anymore. Fuck that guy. He's out of the picture. And we are having a um, a housewarming party because the girl's birthday I was with I ended up living with her and her roommates and mind you one of her roommates is friends with Bethany so when we had our housewarming party when we were all living together the next year she was like oh by the way guys I'm gonna invite Bethany and the rest of all of us were like do you really have to do that because they already know that I don't like her that she's drama as fuck she's TD like she's not invited and TD means trauma drama and I was like we don't need her here we don't fucking need that energy and obviously and one of my roommates was a fucking cunt and ended up moving out six months in because we were we were bullying her we weren't bullying you bitch we were just putting you in your fucking place and if you're gonna be a bitch about that then you can fucking move pack your shit up and go and she was also just mad because she got a cat she told me i wasn't allowed to bring a cat and then bought a cat and then the cat ended up bonding with me and then she got so fucking pissed and then she's like you're bullying me you're just thin-skinned bitch you and your fake boobs can move the fuck out of my apartment anyway she invited little cunt beth and little cunt beth comes over to our margaritaville party wasted okay she already arrives fucking obliterated whatever we're like i don't give a fuck i can't even i can't even look at her i literally was like get me away from her all night i don't even want to look at her pasty ass face and she comes up, whatever, doing et cetera, et cetera. And she keeps drinking. She's taking just, no mixed drinks for her, just shots. Boom, 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 boom. Takes a bunch of shots. And then she goes into the bathroom and just like locks herself in there. And we have like a half bath downstairs. And then like the rooms were my, I was the only bedroom downstairs and the other three bedrooms were upstairs and they're like a half bath. And she was in the half bath doing whatever. She was locked herself in there. And after a while, like people were like, oh, like we need to use the restroom. And I was like, okay, like let's just figure out what's going on in here. And we like knocking on the door, knocking on the door. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And we hear somebody like groaning and like wailing. And we're like, what the fuck is going on in there? And finally we like bust up the door and it's fucking bethany sitting on the toilet like she's sitting on the toilet like her clothes are on everything but she's sitting on the toilet and throwing up the other way like onto the floor and i'm sitting here like mother fucker you couldn't it's the other way you stupid bitch fucking sit on the ground and throw up in the toilet not sit on the fucking toilet and throw up on the ground it was nasty it was the bitches is filthy bitches is disgusting it was i could see d 
the entire contents of her chipotle bowl that she had probably eaten earlier that day the fucking rice the corn because corn never digests the beans like i was thinking the lettuce like every particle of her chipotle bowl was on the floor you could rearrange that bitch and resell it it was fucking nasty and we were like are you fucking serious like this is so cunty of you and i wasn't even shocked i was like this is probably this is her this is naturally her comes up to a party already trashed drinks all of her alcohol alcohol (laughs) and sits on the toilet and throws up on the ground like fucking loser and then she was just like screaming and crying and then she was just saying some crazy stuff and half of it i kind of felt bad and half of it i was like is this half delusional is this how it was weird and it was traumatizing we had to end up like calling the police like the ambulance because we found out that she was like popping perks she popped like a couple of percocets before she even came to our house and then was drinking and then like tried to get more lit and i'm like girl we're at a you are at margaritaville you are at margaritaville there is no need to pop a perky or two or three or however many you fucking took it was multiple perks it's unnecessary bethany it's fucking unnecessary to do that she starts screaming and crying she's like i don't want to go to the ambulance i don't want to go to the ambulance and i'm like girl you have caused a scene everybody left our house because they were like this is whack like this is a weird ass party and we just moved into our house and everybody was like this is a weird party and she fucking caused a huge scene everybody had to leave our party we had to sit there and take care of her and coddle her until the police got there and we had to forcefully fucking remove her out of our house and into the ambulance and then one of our roommates had to go with her and like ride in the ambulance and like sleep with her at the hospital and whatever and the worst part and this is why this is why i'm like oh bethany's a cunt bethany's this bethany's that and this is why i fucking refer her on the pod because she never apologized for that night she left that mess and we had to clean it up that night and then it was so bad we literally had to clean that bathroom for the next three days straight and leave fucking bleach no one used that bathroom for the next like four months it was so bad and traumatizing and we could just feel the throat there was so much vomit in there like do not mix percocets and alcohol just don't even do that shit like that's fucking substance abuse af like don't do that shit that's fucking disgusting and she never apologized she never was like i'm so sorry i obliterated your bathroom i'm so sorry i caused a scene i'm so sorry i made you guys all like worried had to call the police like it was incredibly disrespectful and rude as fuck and cunty as hell and she is just an insensitive selfish little bitch and here's the thing my roommate was trying to defend my ex-roommate because she moved out anyway she's trying to defend her and she's like oh she has a lot of mental health problems she has and it's like okay well she could have kept her mental health problems at home she didn't have to come to the like party she didn't have to do all that if you are super depressed if you are using drugs as an escape like if you're taking percocets because you're that fucked up and you're that mentally ill i can relate to the mental illness I get that, but you do not get to use our party as a scapegoat and then cause a fucking big ass scene and then not apologize for it. If she came over the next day and was like, hey, I'm really sorry, can I clean up that bath? That's the least she could have fucking done. Clean up the goddamn bathroom. The, no, the least she could have done is text us. She didn't even text us. She just fucking ghost. Like, if you're embarrassed, I get that because that is embarrassing as fuck, okay? That's a big burr. But sometimes you have to put your fucking big girl pants on and be a fucking adult and be like, I'm sorry I caused all of that drama. And she never owned up to it. She, We never saw her again. We never heard from her again. Like, I 
fuck you, Bethany. You caused so much trauma, so much drama. You are the original trauma drama combination. Your original TD, I hate you. And I have every right to hate you because I OG hated you from the second you tried to fucking hit on my ex at the time. Honestly, y'all should have just dated instead of me and him. And that would probably worked out better. But fuck you. Fuck you. I gave her so much clout on this podcast just now. And honestly it was due time so now when i say oh bethany bethany you know exactly what i'm talking about okay it's cunty it's nasty and now that name is ruined for me there are a couple names that are ruined for me i would name drop all of them but it's not even that i'm a pussy and that i don't want to it's straight up because i don't want to give them clout and that's just where i'm gonna end it i am gonna be back with a lot more hatred and a lot more fuel it's just the fact that I haven't eaten at all today and it's one o'clock and bitch gotta eat bitch gotta fuel up to be more of a bitch later in the day so I'm gonna go and I'll be back next week or whenever the fuck I want to put on an episode and I will be eviscerating people I will be visceral I will be filthy nasty vile you name it being a Leo has a lot of responsibility. You gotta love people all the time. You gotta be super genuine. You have to be down to earth. You gotta just fucking love them, be super fiercely loyal. But with a lot of love comes a lot of hate. And balancing that is, it's the it's the life that I live and it's the role that I play. And I'm doing a pretty damn good job at it. So I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.